Because today is, is a special occasion, the, uh, the festival is going on, I think we should uh, speak on the theme of the festival, the chanting of the Holy Name. And um, So I was also thinking this morning, there is no verse on the board, so and then I was thinking what to do about it. Maybe I should take a verse that everyone knows, or at least is supposed to know. Uh, so I thought I'll speak on the on the first verse of the Shikshastakam. Uh, that maybe we can manage all together. So those who do know may ch may may chant along with me. Chetu darpanam marjanam bhava mahadavakni nirvapanam. 
श्रेया कैरे चंद्रिका वितरणम विदावजुनिवनम आनंदम बुरिवर्दनम प्रतिपदम पूर्णम रितस्वादनम सर्वात्मस्नपनम परम विजयते श्री कृष्ण संकीर्तनम नो नो जस्ट वन थैंक यू very good i'm going to open it up um just a moment until the chapter 20 poof poof So I'm reading the translation of the Chaitanya Charitamrita which may be slightly different than the one that many of us have uh, memorized um translation Let there be all victory for the chanting of the holy name of Lord Krishna which can cleanse the mirror of the heart and stop the miseries of the blazing fire of material existence That chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all living entities it is the life and soul education the chanting of the holy name of krishna expands the blissful ocean of transcendental life it gives a cooling effect to everyone and enables one to taste full nectar at every step so um this is then the verse spoken by shri chitanya mahaprabhu and these verses are explained in the final chapter of the chaitanya charitamrita hmm. so it is nice uh, it takes the final words param vijayate shri krishna sankirtanam let there be all victory for the chanting of the holy name of lord krishna so that is quite something that is on a personal level and also on a collective social level um, um let there be victory for the chanting of the holy name let there be victory for prominence um who is more prominent than lord krishna um and but who is more prominent in our mind that is a question um Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was saying for most people the heart and the mind are the same he's saying and uh, and my mind is like vrindavan and then speaking in the mood of radharani to krishna so if you uh, if you so desire you may please place your lotus foot in my mind oh. So Lord Chaitanya's mood his mind was like Vrindavan and Vrindavan is the place which is fully uh which is fully manifest for the pleasure of Krishna. Um, everything in Vrindavan is simply dedicated to the pleasure of Krishna. And this 
was the mind of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Our mind is a little different. Um, our mind is experiencing a certain amount of, uh, of struggle. Struggle to chant. Struggle to, to just remain focused on the chanting of the holy name. Haridas, Haridas Thakur, every day, every day again, was chanting 300,000 names. If one could do it one day, that would be quite a feat. That would be something. If you could do it one day. And then after that day, probably we need a holiday. <laughs> so it's like, wow, that was, that was a marathon. That was like, whoa, something else. I mean, but every day, every day, again and again, that is love. It's only possible through love. Um, I realized that very much when we were uh, in Bangladesh, and we just, just across the border from India, there is, the, uh, is Bainapol. And Bainapol is a very famous place dedicated to Haridas Thakur. Haridas was there chanting um, his, his quota of so many rounds. And it was then that a, a prostitute was arranged to make him fall down. And, uh, and she came there in that place. And, and Haridas was just deeply absorbed in, in his chanting and not affected. Um, so as we were supposed to go there, I was getting in the mood, so I was thinking, well, we're going to do a lot of chanting, right? and when I get to that place, I will just get deeply absorbed in, in, in chanting the holy name. And, uh, and we did, to an extent, although not as much as I wanted in my mind. But when we came there, um, I was kind of shocked because they had not only a deity of Haridas Thakur, but they also had a deity of Laksahira, the prostitute. So I was sort of looking like, oh. Um, it kind of put her really in the foreground and, and uh, it changed my meditation and I started to think, yes, it is amazing, actually, because this prostitute, um, she was asked to, uh, to take the, uh, the constables of Ramachandra Khan with her and then have union with uh, Haridas and Haridas would be arrested. Right? Then he uh, said, no, no, first... Let me have union with him once, and on the second night, you can send your constables. So that's interesting, I mean, because it shows that she had more than professional interest. Right? It was not only about money, there was also lust. So here is Laksahira, a symbol of lust. And there she was, a symbol of lust. And I had thought, I come to this place, and I'm going to pray for the strength to chant the holy name. But what actually happened is my prayer changed and I prayed to overcome lust. 
because it was Lakshahira who, by the mercy of Haridas Thakur, overcame lust. Because by his influence, her mind was changed, and she also started chanting Hare Krishna, and she also chanted 300,000 names every day. Yes. So, and Haridas then, you know, uh, told her, give everything, left everything, and left her, and uh, and she just from that day on, was chanting 300,000 names a day in that cottage. So she was transformed also to that point of love of God. Otherwise, how can you chant 300,000 names every day? Uh, we struggle with 16 rounds uh, because of lack of love. That is our immediate difficulty, um, Nonetheless, nonetheless, there is a description. Ishvara tadadi nesu bali sesu disatsucha prema maiti kripa peksha ya kuruti samajama, which is that um, the definition given in the eleventh um, canto of Srimad Bhagavatam about the madhyam adhikari, and it says a madhyam adhikari. For Iswara, he has prem. For for the Adinesu, uh, Maitri, friendship for the devotees. Uh, for the Balisesu, um, uh, he has Kripa. The Balisesu are the, the ignorant, the innocent and the ignorant. Uh, were almost childish. Bala is also a word used for child. Balisishu. Anyway, the uh, those who are ignorant and innocent, mercy. And for the Dvisatsu, for the envious ones, uh, nirapeksha, indifference. Indifference. So this is the Madhyam Adhikari. So it was interesting that the word prem was uh, related to the Madhyam Adhikari. Because generally speaking, when we speak about prem, we just uh, put that utama or utam, utam, right? Something somewhere very high, very exalted in the ultimate stages of devotional service. Beyond bhava. Bhava says prema suryamsu. A sun ray of of prem in in Bhava, and now we're speaking about the full blast of the sun in the middle of the day. Uh, I guess the analogy is India, and uh, and we can think, uh, yes, that is prem in the analogy. But yet, what the uh, Madhyam Adhikari is experiencing is also described as Prem also and that is interesting and why is it interesting because it establishes that Krishna Prem is not something alien right? it may exist in a less mature form and in a fully matured form but it is of the same nature and because it is of the same nature we can have a hint, even in our current state, of, of what it's like to chant with pure love. Even if there are some moments of chanting uh, with inspiration, 
even if there are moments. Um, um, kirtan um, is particularly uh, emphasized because Lord Chaitanya's movement is based on Sankirtan. Uh, it is not that after Lord Chaitanya took sannyas, and uh, then, of course, there was a huge transformation. Uh, after he had received the mantras, there was a ceremony, and everyone was seeing the sadness, this beautiful young man. He was doing what he should not be doing, renouncing life, basically. How could he? at such a young age, and cutting his hair, the barber, the barber didn't want to do it. But somehow or other, he did it anyway. After he had done it, the barber never shaved anyone's head again. He gave up his profession. He became a sweet maker. And, and that barber, it is said, later on, after he expired, they, uh, first of all, the hair of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they placed it in a samadhi in Katwa. And later when the barber died, they put his samadhi next to it. It's still there today. Uh, so just shaving the head of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was something people couldn't tolerate. It. People were just losing it. They were pulling the hair out of their head, seeing it and crying. It said, this is too much. And then... Everyone went into utter depression. How can he take sannyas? This is not justified. This is not proper. This is like, is this dharma? Dharma is not fair, and so on. And then, uh, then suddenly, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, after, this, after he had actually taken the vows and sannyas, was complete at that point, what he had kept hidden in his heart for so long, that love of God, it just burst out of his heart. And with that, he himself threw himself in the air in the greatest ecstasy. And he was just... It was so overpowering. Everyone went from the deepest depression to the greatest ecstasy. And suddenly everyone flew up in the air and started dancing in, in total ecstasy. And this ecstatic kirtan, which then unfolded, um, carried on for quite some time. And, and, and there was more of that. Uh, after that, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, with a wave of kirtan, was just flooding uh, flooding villages as he was heading towards South India. So, in this way, we can appreciate uh, uh, the potency of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And villagers, villagers became attracted to the kirtan, and villagers forgot, forgot, forgot themselves, forgot their their purpose, what they were supposed to do. They just forgot. And they just became so absorbed in the kirtan, they forgot everything else. Some people then went looking for missing family members because they forgot to go home. So some people came to watch and see where, where, where is uncle? Huh? Where is uncle? Yes, and then they saw uncle and dancing in so much ecstasy that they also began to dance in the same ecstasy. 
And they also forgot. Whole villages emptied out. Uh, these are the descriptions. And it is just... Uh, um, so we can see how specifically Sankirtan, uh, the congregational chanting of the holy name, is, the, uh, is at the core of this movement. Uh, and then that congregational chanting is also taken back, taken back in, in just chanting uh, privately the holy name in Japa, as we see uh, in the example of, uh, of Haridas Thakur. Uh, yes, this is the uh, uh, most amazing uh, the most amazing quality of, of the holy name, um, that it transforms us and that it gradually uh, awakens in us transcendental love. And I just quickly open up this. that I want to read. find all right then we will not find it but it describes um, two personalities it describes how Chandrasekhar Acharya the sovereign of the Brahmanas is dancing dancing on the on the waves uh, on the waves of of, of Kirtan in such a way that he just uh, loses his, uh, his gravity. Uh, normally, he is a little serious. He's a brahmana. But he loses his gravity. Uh, he just becomes completely playful and, and ecstatic. It said Gopinath Acharya was creating waves of music on which he would dance while chanting Japa. So that's also very beautiful. Japa, I mean, Japa, which are like waves of music that make one dance. Mm. So the promises, the promises about this chanting are something extraordinary. Uh, and we read about such promises. Tunda Tandavini. Uh, we read Tundavali uh, Labdhyate. We read how the uh, the chanting is Krishna is dancing on the tongue in the form of the holy name, and Rupa Goswami says he wants millions of tongues and millions of ears. Uh, but 
But we are not experiencing. We are not experiencing it. We chant and... Uh, uh, yes, over time, it certainly becomes a part of us. And, uh, and it is potent. Um, it is potent. The chanting is... Uh, remains in our consciousness. It becomes a daily thing and, and uh, it is something that becomes part of our second nature. The, the mantra also continues in our, in our head, internally. All such things may be possible now, over time. But uh, waves of ecstatic music on which we dance while chanting Japa is yet another level. Mm. So we hear about the associates of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who are immersed in an ocean of transcendental love. Um, we are also in that ocean of transcendental love somehow or other, but yet in consciousness um, still, still not free, still not free to really penetrate deep, to dive deep. Chitu darpana marjanam. Still more cleaning to do. <sighs> Will it ever get clean? Uh, and yet, um, with time, um, Time does do wonders in Krishna consciousness. It does go deeper into the heart. Um, yes. Um, the spirit of Sankirtan is the spirit of glorifying Krishna and relishing the sharing of that mercy. Um, and it is that sharing of the mercy that, uh, that brings about the change. It is there where the change comes. If we really want to change, and if we really want to go beyond the level of struggle, and beyond the level of somehow or other, a whole light of struggle will have to become a Sankatan devotee will have to have that spirit of just living to give the mercy to others and to ex expand the mercy and to increase the mercy in the world. It's the only way to get above our selfishness. Otherwise, always struggling with, with selfish desires, personal desires, and struggling with sadhana, and struggling, uh, struggling, yes, that struggle with the material energy um, will be overcome through uh, particularly Harinam Sankirtan. Srila um, Prabhupada Srila Prabhupada completely embodied this mood. Right? That's what it was about. Preaching. Right? Sharing. Reaching out. Uh, that was his uh, his focus, and that was uh, everybody's focus. 
That was everybody's focus. If we look at the earlier days of this movement, uh, it was just preaching, 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 and everything else was uh, very secondary. It was also there, but um, not so developed, not much time for that. Uh, uh, there was not a great distinction between Grihastha life and, and Brahmachari life. It was also preaching, um, also preaching. Mm, things developed over the years, and, uh, and we started living, living a life, living a life in the material world. Uh, before, uh, the focus was more the preaching mission. All right, we could not just think so much about that all the time. Um, but those who really um, took it, this mission, and who took it, this mission to, um, to uplift others, they became the leaders. They became the effulgent personalities uh, in this movement. Um, that is where, um, where the effulgence of Krishna and the effulgence of Krishna's holy name uh, becomes known to us and nowhere else. If we try to imitate Haridas Thakur and chant 300,000 names, it will, it will not uh, be possible to um, chant them in love. We would chant them in austerity. Now, to chant 300,000 names in a spirit of austerity is very austere. <laughs> One has to be then a great tapasvi to do it in that way. Uh, that, uh, as I said, that, that, that will be hard then to, to carry on. Therefore, Prabhupada's interest was that we chant a minimum of 16 rounds and some more, but that then we would be absorbed in sharing sharing Krishna consciousness. Um, and that eagerness to share Krishna consciousness, uh, that must remain. Um, and Krishna consciousness uh, means, in particular, um, this Panchanga Bhakti, these five principal limbs of devotional service, uh, out of which the chanting of Hare Krishna is the first and foremost. And then, Rita is doing yoga. <laughs> I'm getting inspired. <laughs> yes. The five principal limbs of bhakti, uh, the chanting of the holy name, Maturavas residing in in the Holy Dham, Bhagavat Sravan, hearing the, the Srimad Bhagavatam, um, Sadhu Sangha, the association of the devotees, Sri Murtira, Shradhaya, Sivya, to serve the deities with great faith. Um, one can serve the deities, but one must serve them with great faith. That Krishna 
is the uh, is really there, really manifest. So, like that, by serving in these five principal ways and the holy name being the uh, topmost, that is where we reside. Um, we reside in these five activities. Uh, that is home. Bolma uh, ijadi, to think that the land of one's birth is one's home, that is the bodily concept of life. But home is where these five activities are going on. That's where it's happening. Right? Uh, whether it's a discussion on Srimad Bhagavatam, today Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is an extension of Srimad Bhagavatam, because it's about the life of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who embodied the Srimad Bhagavatam. Right? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his whole life embodies the Bhagavatam. So Chaitanya Charitamrita is, is the expansion of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Bhagavad Gita is the introduction to the Srimad Bhagavatam, and Nectar of Devotion is basically uh, connecting the uh, Pancharatra conclusions uh, with Srimad Bhagavatam. Most evidence in the Nectar Devotion, Srimad Bhagavatam. So Srimad Bhagavatam is very central. The chanting of the Holy Name is very central. Deities are very central, the devotees are central, and the holy dham is very central. Um, and we may, and that spirit of the holy dham, uh, that spirit of worship, that spirit of, of elaborate worship, uh, that is, is Vrindavan. Therefore, we can see, we see Radha Gopinath, and uh, it is mentioned in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that when Krishna manifests in this world, that Krishna, that the Holy Dham also manifests along with him. And therefore, the Dham manifests. So the Dham is manifest here in this temple. It is manifest. Of course, the manifestation will only last as long as the temple is there and as long as the deity is there. Then after, it again will cease its, its manifestation. Whereas the holy dams on this planet, they are eternal. It's that even when the whole planet is destroyed, the, uh, the whole... Uh, Everything is gone, but the holy dams are still there. They're eternal. Right? They're still present. Um, so, so it is very interesting. Prabhupada started New Mayapur, New Vindavan, and all such kind of places, and was actually invoking the presence of these places. Uh, and Prabhupada pointed out in New Vindavan that actually Vindavan is fully manifest. But the distinction is there, right? So here, Vindavan is certainly a very much manifest. And the more, uh, the more we glorify Gopinath, and the more we serve Gopinath, the more wonderful, uh, the more wonderful, they will manifest. 
they will manifest the transcendental reality. In Jaipur, uh, I, of course, we always love to go to the Govindaji temple and see all the people there with so much enthusiasm worshipping the deity and two pujaris stand on the altar with water, right? One holds the pot and the other one throws and everyone gets plenty. Bring an umbrella um, if you're afraid of water. Uh, Tulsi leaves are given out at the side. People run to the side, take the Tulsi leaves. Someone else scores the Mahaprasadam and stands there and distributes it to everyone. And Kirtan is going on. Old men are absorbed in Kirtan. It's alive. It's totally like Govinda, Govinda, Govinda. Uh, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful kirtan, uh, very beautiful. So, yes, when we are there, we feel bhakti is awakening in our heart. We just hearing about it, we feel, yes, I want to go, isn't it? He said, yeah, it's been a long time since I was there. I want to go. Yes, a desire awakens. Then in more recent years, they built another temple, a Birla temple in Jaipur. And uh, yeah, Birla is a famous family and they are very nice. But um, I went to the temple in Jaipur. It's a nice building, marble carved and this and that. And I came, uh, but then I saw that all they offered to the deities were these little white sugar balls, you know, which they have in India. So it's sort of like some prasad. Uh, it wasn't the same. It didn't didn't bring out the same the same love. Mm. So the more the Vaishnavas worship. Uh, the more the deity will manifest, and the more the deity will manifest the holy dham, and the more the Vaishnavas worship the deity, the more the deity will awaken a, a desire to chant. So this year, this is the best Radhadesh mellows of all. <laughs> because this year, we're chanting in front of Radha Gopinath. In the community hall, of course, is very nice. And Chota Radha Gopinath, they come to the community hall, and I appreciate that. But seeing Radha Gopinath here on their royal altar, oh, that is special, a special gift. Something like we're reading in the Bhagavatam at the moment how Lord Brahma stole the calves and coward boys and for one year Krishna Krishna took the place of all these calves and coward boys and the residents of Vrindavan in this way their desire was fulfilled so it's true I had this secret desire for a long time to get out of that hall and chant in front of Radha Gopinath and I'm sure it's not only me <laughs> I think all of us were sort of missing that, missing that bigger temple room where we could all just chant in front of the deities. Uh, because there, 
The chanting takes another dimension. It takes another dimension when we chant for the pleasure of the deities. Um, so, this year, the festival has that special flavor. Um, we chant in front of the deities, in the association of devotees, and the waves, uh, the waves are, are going through cyberspace all over the world, the waves of this kirtan, and there are now kirtan parties everywhere. In Alachua, they are having a tree, just like we have, and they're sitting there, chanting, and even Sachinandan Maharaj in his house, where he's chanting, he's got a tree behind him. Did you see it? <laughs> you know, they specially brought it in for the occasion. So in this way, everyone has the tree, the wish-fulfilling desire tree of the holy name that can transform everything and bring good fortune. Let there be victory. Let there be victory for the chanting of the holy name. Let that holy name conquer, conquer our hearts and drive out all the unwanted uh, confusion, all the madness, all the sadness, all the badness. Uh, let it all disappear from our heart and let it also disappear from the world. Let it all go away. And let this Radhadesh mellows grow and grow. And let this, uh, this, let each year build on the other year. And let it get bigger and bigger. Let it increase. Param Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. Let there be a victory. So, now that we have the high tech stuff, we're not going back. Next year, whether there will be a thousand people here or what, or however many, I don't know. Uh, whatever may be, but let at the same time there be a kirtan in Alachua as well, and let it be everywhere. Let there be kirtan. Let Radhadesh Mellows continue to be all over the world. Um, let it grow. Let it grow and let it grow, and let it drive out all the madness and all the sadness and all the badness out of this world. Param Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtan and plunge us into an ocean of transcendental preem and suddenly, you know, serious people, huh? serious people, they become like children. It's in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. There's a description of water pastimes in uh, in uh, Indrajumna Saravar near the uh, Kundicha temple, and then it is a uh, water fights are taking place, and uh, it is uh, Sarvabhauma Bhattacharya, uh, a scholar. You know, I mean, a very respectable scholar, if you know what I mean. Uh, you know, quite well known for his deep, deep Shastric uh, renditions. And he's in a water fight with, uh, with Advaita Acharya. And they're acting like boys, like kids, you know. And 
In the same way, the day may come that we will see such transcendental water fights in the ocean of Prem, and that we'll see how Ridai Chaitanya turns into like some sort of frivolous child instead of being serious as he usually is. <laughs> but he's laughing behind his mask. <laughs> so, yes, let us see. Let us see the transformations that will come from this chanting. But let's not be blind to the transformations that are already there because of this chanting. And there are more, more than we think. There are more than we think. And it will gain more and more momentum. And so, let us see. Let us see the miracles. And the Radhadesh Mellows is more than just uh, a transcendental entertainment program for the uh, Hare Krishna community that needs a little bit uh, good kirtan uh, in the middle of a lockdown. The Radhadesh Mellows is more and more becoming part of the transformation of the world. Thank you very much. Any questions? Any comments? That's when people have questions. Something <laughs> magic about that. It's true. I'll try that. Yes. <laughs> ah. Yes, yes, thank you. That is a very nice question. Uh, the mirror of the heart or the mirror of consciousness. So a mirror is, is reflecting. A mirror is not independent. A mirror, therefore, is meant... It can, it can show us many amazing images, but only in reflecting something else. It, uh, mirrors don't come up with images of their own. Yeah, mirrors, mirrors always are reflecting. So that is the nature of the heart. We, our hearts are like mirrors that are meant to reflect something that we love. And, and that's what we're doing in this world. We love this, we love that, we love this person, we love that. But the greatest love is when we reflect Krishna. And, uh, and that's the idea. Uh, so the heart is a mirror, and we just should reflect Krishna uh, in that heart. And therefore, through all the senses, through all the senses, uh, we are getting more and more impulses about Krishna. And our working senses we use in the service of Krishna. And all that, uh, all that comes back to the heart, which then... Uh, starts to carry the image of Krishna, oh, the mirror of the heart. 
And it said, now the dust, the dust that has covered the mirror, and Prabhupada in one lecture says that uh, in this age of Kali right now, in this very materialistic age, so much dust is thrown up. And a lot of dust is thrown up by all this engaging with all these material things. So many material things, it all throws up so much dust which covers the mirror now. Like that. But the mirror will be cleansed by the chanting. Undoubtedly. So let us chant. Anyone else? Yes. Yes, Anuradha. They are so in ecstasy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know the name of the pastime. Yeah. Hi, Krishna. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, this Krishna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, in the uh, in the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Uh, in the Antyakanda, uh, which verse number is it again, where Nichananda's pastimes are taking place? The, which chapter uh, is it? Oh. Okay. You remember, Sanjay? The, the Nichananda chapter, which one? Seven. Okay, seven or eight. <coughs> we were talking about it the other day. And uh, Lord Nichananda is staying in the area of Saptagram and Panihati for three months. And Lord Nichananda is performing so many pastimes there, and he has these amazing kirtans in the whole area. It's all about kirtans. It is there where these boys were fasting for 30 days. It is there where these... And they just kept on going, and they weren't eating, drinking, nothing, just kirtan, and they were becoming so, so ecstatic, they were ripping trees out of the ground, and it said, and the, at the end of the 30 days, they're so excited, and so full of energy, meanwhile, old men, old men were not just sitting still either, old men, they jumped up, and they jumped up in the trees, and they were dancing on the branches of the trees, and even on the little twigs, and the twigs didn't break. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so those are uh, the miracles that took place when Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda were present and were performing their pastimes. And don't think it is not true. Don't think. It is exaggerated. And so, if it happened there, it can happen here as well. Hmm. It's Anyone else? Okay. Then we'll meet again later on in Kirtan. Thank you so much. 
Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai Harinam Sankirtan Yagya Ki Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrindu Ki Jai